Welcome to the At Home Workouts Blueprint Rapid Implementation Guide. This is lesson five of five. We're wrapping this up. We're bringing it in for a landing. Today we're doing a deep dive into how to guarantee your at-home workouts get better results than everyone else's. I'm joined here by Rad Bormeister and Richard Lelly's co-founders of Unity Gym and the Unified Movement System. Plus, we do have our expert physiotherapist, Mr. Phil White. And of course, if we haven't met, I'm Yanni Bormeister. Remember, guys, if you're watching on the live podcast recording, the UMS Movement Mastermind, we're wrapping up the series this week that we started for our Rapid Implementation Guide at-home workouts blueprint, the 10 secrets to a better workout at home than your friends are getting in the gym. You will be able to download the document soon. Uh, we'll actually share it in the, uh, in the group. If you're tuning in from UMS Movement Mastermind, uh, the podcast or Unity Gym channel, uh, we will put it in the description uh, of this video once it's ready to go. It'll be in the show notes of the podcast. It'll be in the show notes of the podcast, as Phil said. All right, guys, how are we doing today? Pretty good. What's up, Brad? Oh, you know, just fired up, finished my morning training sessions, ready ready to tackle our online coaching stuff um you know i love this stuff it's a good it's a great topic because i got such a great result with these at home programs hell of a lot better than anybody thought we would um there was that moment i was certainly shocked yeah. by the uh yeah there was that moment i mean i'm so used to training in a gym should i bring with, that picture back up uh, oh, yeah know. why not let's do it richard <laughs> let's bring that bring that let's have a look there's, there's a, richard's got a picture of me from uh, just at the at the start in week one of the at home workouts, and then in the at the end of week twelve, and this is this is real. That is a six kilo difference in body weight there, which means I don't have I'm, the before picture. Sorry, we don't. No, oh, I what don't a have shame. The after. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, that's my completely after discredited. Yeah. I was. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm six kilos heavier there than I was at the start of the twelve week period. And also leaner. Um, and, and I like to say that you can absolutely 100% tell that he's been in lockdown for 12 weeks because he's so, so pasty. So pasty white. <laughs> <laughs> no saunas, no saunas. But yeah, I mean, it was just amazing because there was that moment when I realized so, I had to do these workouts every day and my, my mind immediately sauna went... doesn't do anything for tan, just, just, uh, just yeah. for the record. Oh, I was thinking of the tanning. They're illegal now. You can't even use them. Really? Yeah, they're no way. Yeah. Jeez, I'm out of the loop. Shows you how many times I used a solarium. I called it a sauna and then I thought that that was still... <laughs> anyway, um, but um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I train with weights and, you know, a, a lot of equipment in the gym and all of a sudden um, we were like, nope, we're going to be doing these workouts with what people have got in their lounge rooms. And my immediate thought was, oh my God, all my results, you know, all my gains are going to go. And they didn't. I mean, look at that picture. You and, know. and they didn't because of one simple thing, you know, and we've said it this week and we're going to finish the series off with this topic because it is so important for everybody out there who are constructing their own at-home workouts or considering the concept of, you know, giving up their gym membership or saving some money or doing whatever, you can get a fantastic workout at home. So long as you do one simple thing, and that is keep it simple Mm. follow proven strength and conditioning principles that have stood the test of time because they deliver better results do not follow uh what looks good on instagram how can i put this really nicely today we're going to throw some stones people we're going to throw some stones we had a look yesterday at some of the most popular 
um, and the, the most successful fitness at home workout influencers that are that are, like their companies are worth half a billion dollars like they're the most successful in the world um, and we had a look at just the stuff that they're posting and it is rubbish man it's this it, it's like what we've been talking about all week it's these complex movements that I had to sit there and look at for about 30 seconds just to figure out what they're doing and what we've been talking about this whole week is that really fit people the buff people that you're looking at online they don't train like that that's yeah. not how they train to get the way that they are they just show you this crap to get you in and unfortunately then they start selling it to you as though it's a workout i and wish that you could look like richie the rig <laughs> after dancing around on instagram <laughs> yeah. yeah and often the people you're looking at who are really successful don't even like don't look particularly athletic or fit they yeah. just very skinny. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But you know, it's up to you. One you that and we Nicole's noticed yesterday is want, very popular in Australia. Yeah, has got less muscle on her in than I have in one leg. Now, uh, before we get really start diving into this, I will say one blanket statement: any movement is better than no movement. Yeah, that's right. You know, and I if mean. it requires, if you're at the level where you really need entertainment to get you off the couch, then by no means sit there and let this stifle you to get moving because any movement is better than no movement you know and just getting started is a very good first step but if you're someone who really has big hairy audacious goals you want to transform your body or you want to do something uh, it drives us insane watching what gets posted on social media and sold as at-home workouts that is going to deliver some sort of a result. But we, but we should say beyond just getting you moving, yeah, we should we should be really really clear. What who who we're for? The people that we're trying to help are people that are ready for something better. We're we're trying to help people that are ready to do something that is going to deliver a big result, and they haven't found the right solution yet for whatever reason the the trainers that they've worked with in the past have promised them everything and delivered nothing where for those people where for the people that are ready to go okay i want to try something that is going to work that's going to bring it back to basics and deliver on the promises and that's that's what that's who we're for i just forgot that we forgot to post up the question of the day we do have lots of people watching the live and i want to get your feedback on this guys question of the day have you ever purchased an online program that you think might be similar or fall into the category of what we're talking about here that's entertaining over training something that gets you moving and that's about it you know it doesn't have periodization it doesn't have progressive overload it doesn't um, uh, tap into the super compensation effect it doesn't have a proper program split the things that we've been talking about it's more like a dance routine than a training routine let us know. I want to know. And you don't have to name names. You don't have to shame anyone. But I just want to know what your experience is, how long you may have worked at it, and what sort of results you got. You know, whether you got any result at all, share it. Good or bad experiences. We want to know because we want to know how you, you know, you know what may discourage you from trying again, what made you maybe even try, and try our programs, you know, because obviously most of the people that are on the live here are... Uh, know of us or have tried our programs so that would be really really interesting to hear and if uh, rad or richie could type that up or i'll type it up um and i'll get rad to uh pre-context or maybe phil to pre-context the um the email today today what we want to um really reinforce is that there is a caveat to adding complex movements that challenge your coordination 
because coordination is a major limiting factor in the development of strength and flexibility. And this is why we really like to bang the drum of keeping things simple. Now, when we say keep things simple, si squatting and deadlifting and doing chin-ups is not simple to a beginner. You know, like you might not even be able to do those movements and therefore they'll be very complex and there's a lot of learning there, you know. But what we're saying is keep it to the movements that are going to give you big bang for your buck. You don't need to continually think of something completely radical and new or revolutionary to stimulate the body. There are tons of ways that you can intraset or interset overload your body to get uh, continually level up and to progressively overload and that's what we're going to talk about the, today the key thing to understand as well is like you know we may be using uh simple exercises like a squat or a deadlift where you know they're, they're very well known but the like the real secret source the stuff that makes the program good is applying progressive overload principles to those you know more well-known simple movements so it's not like if you go into a program where you just do exactly the same thing every day you go do you know 20 air squats for five sets <laughs> like you're not going to get a groundbreaking result what this is all about is understanding how to apply you know these progressive overload principles that are so uh, sort of well known in the gym but often aren't applied well at our at-home workout so that's that's what it's all about it's not just these Hap these movements happen to be you know inherently better than others it's just that they are great for progressive overload and if you add in if you're doing these very complex um movements that, that uh, resemble more of that dance routine it's very hard to progressively overload them in the same sort of way yeah and you know where to add to that where i think a lot of people that are newer to their fitness journey or maybe maybe even if you're not new but if you're somebody that hasn't achieved the results that you want with the effort that you've put in in the past i think where a lot of people go wrong is that they think it's the exercise selection that they were doing before that is the reason why they didn't get the results. So they think, well, I need more than squats and deadlifts and shoulder press and pull-ups because I did that before and I didn't get to where I want to go. And that looks new. That's different. I've never seen that. So that's going to be my answer. But the truth is, probably the reason why you didn't get the results that you want is because you didn't understand how to get the right amount of volume you didn't understand load management you didn't do it for long enough to actually achieve adaptation in the body you didn't eat the right foods you did like and all the basic things with the goals that you're actually after that's like, it, yeah because yeah. yeah. often people will you know sign up for a program that may be working on you know giving them great strength endurance but it's not increasing their one rm or you know muscular size so it's yeah. all about yeah. trying to align those your, your programs with your goals and that's where this become so motivating a lot of people struggle with motivation to get moving and so they see these you know exciting um out there exercises that look fun and different and it, it looks inherently enjoyable to do because it does have that kind of interesting complexity to it but that could be a great gateway exercise into you know doing something at home but you're going to get to the point where you know these complex movements have kind of lost their you know novelty yeah. and you're not getting a tangible result yeah. so where you you can really find long-lasting change and long-lasting motivation comes from seeing measurable, tangible results. And so yeah. that's where, you know, having a system that takes you through progressions, but also takes you through testing weeks, takes you through peaks yeah. um, uh, and deloads, look, that's how you're going to get long-lasting. No, yeah. Nine yeah. times out of 10, the reason why people choose these programs is because they a, either follow the person on Instagram and aspire to them. They think, wow, look at that person, look at the amount of followers, look at their success, you know, Instagram success. Mm -hmm. They might have an appealing physique. Um, and then they go, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy that person's program because they obviously know, you know, there's a saying, tread the path, that's, um, choose, choose a coach that's trodden the path before you, you know. And 
Or, and this is an experience I've had many times with friends of mine where they say, oh, I'm doing this program. Can I fling it over and show you? And you give me my feedback. And I say, how did you like choose this program? And they, oh, a friend of mine is doing it and I want to train with my friend and because they're my training buddy and you know that's why we're doing it. And I'm like, one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about getting this message across is because you can become the friend that leads the other friends to the right drinking pond yeah. you know like you yeah. you can be that influence and you and that's what's so important because most people do a certain routine or exercise or gym program because they're they're teaming up with someone who's got a little bit more experience with them they, they may have had a gym membership for a year already or something like that and they've encouraged you to come and train with them you know but that doesn't necessarily mean that that friend made the right choice well, originally and you, and you know what more, probably more often than not those savvy gym members that have been going to the gym for two, three, four, five years, often they know less than anyone. Mm. Um, and they, like, if you look at their physique, for whatever reason, they've been able to at least build a little bit of muscle and get in decent shape. But I, we've, we've seen those guys that when we were training at Fitness First, which in Australia is one of the biggest chain gyms um, in the country, and it's where personal trainers get their launch pad from. It's a, it's a, it's a great gym to start out as a trainer. Um, but when we were training there, ex exposed to thousands of members, we saw that all the time. We saw those those people that were, um, they'd come into the gym and they'd really go for it. And, and as a trainer, you'd walk over every now and then to try and give them a little bit of a pointer. And they had a real attitude where they really yeah. thought that they knew more than you. And you'd kind of go, wow, okay, yeah, all right. right. And then you'll see them with their buddy that comes in that knows nothing. And they're trying to show their buddy how mm. to do things. And they get them like, hey, look, it's my story. Yeah. That's how I got into the gym. Yeah. I, 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 was a, I was boxing for... Um, since I was 14 till about 18, 19, so three, four years. And then I wanted to put on some muscle because I was very skinny. And I teamed up with my only friend who had been going to a gym for a while. We went, we, he was going to a, the local PCYC club that I was boxing at. And I said, okay, I'm going to come start working out with you for a few hours a week to put on some muscle. And all we did was biceps and chest for two years, literally. We, did, we threw in some lap pull down a little bit, but every single exercise that we did was internal, like working the internal rotators of my um, um, uh, shoulders. shoulders yeah. And it, you know, couple that with boxing and I completely destroyed the, the posture in my shoulders. I was like, it was incredible how much it affected me, you know, and it took me years to sort of <laughs> retrace my steps and repair that. And that's happening in gyms all over the country, all over the world, constantly, you know. Oh, and yeah, I remember. So, um, you know, we yesterday we talked about the introduction of complex movement patterns like animal flow and the need for spinal um, uh, uh, mobility drills and things like that. But you know, there's a there's a caveat to that argument. You you, you don't want to just flood your workout with that stuff and throw out all of all of the rhyme and reason that we've been talking about with our programming. What Phil said just before is extremely important, which is that no matter what you introduce, there must be a way that you can progressively overload it. Otherwise, there's no point introducing it unless you do a shortened program phase. Now, and just very quickly, you know, to 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 to. to give some credibility um, around the table here. We've, we've, had, we've been privileged to have some of the world's strongest, most successful um, physique models. Uh, Hattie Boydell used to train in this gym um, with Australian strength coach. Uh, she trains with 
um, people that I've been mentored by, Tony Bataji, uh, she's trained with Sebastian Oreb. We've had Sebastian Oreb here who's trained arguably the, the strongest guys in the world. He, he has- I've had Ben Pekulski Ben Pekulski, you he know, was, he was on the Olympia bodybuilder. So, yeah. and, and then also we've worked with people like Daniel Vadnil from Fitness FAQs and- uh, Yuri uh, You know, people like Peter this Portel. who- are the best in their fields around the world at calisthenics, at bodybuilding, at powerlifting, at fitness modeling, you know, and they all say the exact same thing. What got them to where they are, this includes Daniel Vadnell, who's arguably one of the better calisthenics guys in the country, is oh, simplicity. Definitely one of the best in you the know, country. You yeah. know, it's simplicity. It's doing chin-ups over and over and over again. It's doing bench press. It's doing movements that are going to get you strong you know it's okay to show off doing fancy movements and to film instagram videos but rad and i made a joke yesterday you know when we were watching a bunch of these i was just showing him some examples of what i what i uh, people i follow to, to to make sure that i never fall down this path and I, I made a joke saying oh it must be nice to get all those videos filmed so you can get to the gym and do your actual workout yeah. you know because what they're putting up on instagram is not how these people train man this dude you know? was doing he phil he, he had he had a dumbbell in one hand and his other hand was on a bosu ball and he was doing a push-up and then when he got to the top he'd do a row with the dumbbell and then a push-up <laughs> and then Oh, goodness me. Oh, my God. It was a funny And it thing. looked amazing, you know, because oh, his physique God. is incredibly impressive. But listen, the best uh, physique model in the world, or one of the best, she came second last year. She has been, she, she the year before she won, uh, Hattie Boydell, she, I've seen her train. She trains exactly the way we're telling you to train, you know. We've seen her train many, many times yeah, here before. Yeah, and it's not fancy it's not revolutionary these methods have been around for arguably hundreds of years you would say maybe 50 years S yeah strength training has been around for about 300 years so please please when you're designing your at-home workouts do not or or going out and deciding to put your trust in a coach do not fall victim to fancy do not fall victim to circus tricks you know hire a trainer don't hire an entertainer it's so important now for all of you watching on the live i'd love you to see that question of the day and give us your feedback give us your feedback on your experiences with at-home workouts with um uh, with online, online programs. Have, programs, you, have, have you ever bought you know, an online program that failed to deliver? What was your experience? Or, or delivered? Or delivered? Let yeah, us know. Or delivered, yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us, let us know, know what, what experiences you've had because I want to know whether you know what um, the principles were that delivered, yep. or maybe identify what why it underdelivered. Yep. You know, um, and uh, that'd be really really cool. So what we want to leave you with today is a rule that we like to adopt here called the eighty twenty rule, and we'll get to some of the comments in in just a moment. Uh, the 80-20 rule implies that um, although we like to start to add complexity once there is a, the right timing for it, so once you've laid a good foundation of strength, flexibility, and fitness, uh, start to add more complexity and uh, use things maybe like animal flow, maybe like calisthenics, uh, handstands, um, press handstands. Uh, even, you know, once you can do really nice um, uh, pull-ups and chin-ups, start to add muscle-ups into that and learn to um, transition from the pull-up to the dip and things like that. Um, but we, we like to keep it as to an 80-20 rule. Try to keep your strength training 80% of the time 
really, really traditional, really, really following the guidelines of traditional strength and conditioning, the stuff that really is proven to produce results in strength, flexibility, and fitness. And then 20% of the time, mix it up and mix in some, some fancy stuff, you know. Even when we train calisthenics, we only do, periodize it for set, certain blocks of the training. We're not doing it all the time here in Unity Gym. And not many people do unless they're a full-on traditionalist. And you'll always be able to tell a full-on traditionalist in calisthenics. They've got zero leg muscle. <laughs> like they do not. You, you, if A strong wind would blow them over if they weren't holding onto a monkey bar, you know. <laughs> and... And so yeah, you, just, you just can't train the legs effectively to, to develop real mass and real strength um, without barbells um, like you can with the upper body. You can with the upper body. You yep. absolutely can. You can use chin up bars and gymnastics rings or just the ground and you can develop an amazing physique with the upper body, yep. but not the lower body. And, and if you're not holding on to something, if, you're, if your force doesn't start with grip, then you can't produce force without leg muscle. Yeah. So uh, I I anyone who's been a fighter, anyone who's been a wrestler, anyone who's been an athlete um, in footy, you know, um, feels... Uh, Frisbee, I should have said soccer. before, you know, f um, not just uh, not just bodybuilders, powerlifters and physique models, but Phil has worked with one of the most competitive football teams in the country. He's seen how real athletes train we've had real athletes training in unity gym and they generally keep it pretty simple right like yeah i mean they've got so much complexity and the skills that they have to deal with you know in the actual sport itself and so you know that's that's where all that like people kind of fall into the trap sometimes of trying to build in like uh resistance movements that resemble the skill they're trying to achieve in you know say it's like kicking, doing like a resisted kick or something, or the, the golf swing is a classic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a would, great way to take this discussion. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't translate. Like yeah. <laughs> you need to make your you know skills for your sport specific to that sport. And if you start adding in crazy resistances, it's not going to yeah, work. And that, yeah. was, and that was really, really put to the test uh, a couple of decades mm -hmm. ago, wasn't it? Where there was a couple of um, coaches around the world that were trying to argue that using like, like for example, with the golf swing, like grabbing a cable and mimicking the golf swing yeah. was going to produce more strength in golf players and it was smashed when they yeah. tested they tested results against people that just did squats and bench and deadlift and things like that and they got far more power in their swing than the people that were doing the um you know the oh, everything baseball they've done it for baseball is a big one that they've tested this for you know and they mm -hmm. there's there's no uh rotational exercise <laughs> and i'm not just saying don't do rotational we love anti-rotational exercises more than rotational but i don't um know enough to suggest that rotational exercises shouldn't be done i know that there's a lot of great coaches that do advocate doing rotational movements but what we're trying to say here and i think the key key to phil's message now is when you train for a sport like in, when you go to the gym you want to focus on developing a foundation of strength flexibility and fitness and then if you, if you want to carry that over to a sport, you will translate that when you practice the sport. Yep. You know, it's the sport itself that is the, that is the specialization training. You don't need to do that in the gym. When you go to the gym, the gym is for developing strength, flexibility, and fitness. Mm. And, you know, arguably you can develop the fitness outside of the gym. You don't need um, fancy cardio equipment to do that. Quite frankly, and it the, annoys the, the thing I'm going to re like really point out there as well is, is one of the key things about, especially if you're playing other sports, so like myself, where I, I play a lot of beach volleyball, do a lot of surfing and, and, and dabble into the triathlon sports and mountain biking um 
like if you're doing other sports outside the gym and especially in a professional athlete context if you aren't able to really understand how you're like how much load you're putting through your body in the gym it becomes very hard to then uh build a a week in a training program that means you're you're not going to completely overload yourself outside the gym so if, you, if you're doing things in the gym where you can't like progressively just move up and up and up if you were then to play um you know play footy as, as well it'd be really hard to match that training up and then and not result in an, a basically a you know an overload injury so uh the precision you can get with conventional strength training overload is just so key to then the overall um you know load management of a professional athlete and you know they take it to the nth degree at the at the giants where they have you know gps monitors making sure they like track the you know not only distance covered but the intensity of the distance covered so then they can really get that load management down to a, sort of a fine art but if then they were in the gym just you know doing very hard to quantify and hard to measure um exercises it would be near impossible to yeah basically yeah. like and, overload that. and but you know, and and i think that's a really good Im important thing to understand because we have gone down this rabbit hole of talking about professional athletes here a little bit but something that you keep saying phil in these shows which is that you have to really align with your goals. I and mean, if you're going to start, if, if anybody listening to this is, is trying to look at prof how professional athletes train to think about how they're going to train themselves, ask yourself why. Why are you doing that? Like, do you actually want to compete with some of the best in the world? And then remember the things that you keep saying on these shows, which is that when you look at the way that elite athletes train, or, sorry, so the average Joe who is competing at an elite level versus a professional athlete, you look at the times that they do their runs in or the way that they compete at their sport, very different, but the way that they actually train is not so different. It's more around the recovery that they have. Because when you're a professional athlete and that's your entire job, you can, you can do these training sessions twice a day for an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is, and then just recover for yeah. the rest of the day. You can't do that if you have if you're doing your training session at five in the morning to get it in before the kids are up, and then you know you do your ten hour workday, and then you try and do something in the evening again, another run, and, and try to recover like a professional athlete. Forget yeah, it, that's man. the big breakdown. The big difference between a um, uh, a recreational athlete and a professional athlete is recovery. It's not so much the training load or the training variables, you know. But if we bring it back to what the the, the real take home message from this is, it's this eighty twenty rule when you when you're developing your your program and your at home workouts, and we're talking about this complexity thing. Eighty percent of your training should be basic stuff. It should be. Um, you know, push strength, pull, flexibility and fitness. Yeah, that's, that's right. It. And the the more advanced you get with your training, the more you can shift towards complexity because you can get to a point where when you hit a, a high level of strength and flexibility, you become more of a of a maintenance um, you know type thing with your training where you can you can maintain what you've got with only you know ten percent of the effort. And and when you get to that point. Um, you know, you can start doing more complex stuff if you want to explore, you know, things for fun and, and, and to take everything that you've learnt and developed in the gym into something that you can play around with and have fun. But there's few people that are at that level yet, right? Like most people are at the level where they just need to understand that it's the simple stuff that's going to get them to where they want to go. Especially for the first sort of 12 to 18 weeks of someone's training age. Like that's just critical. Yeah. It's just critical to lay down that foundation and then start to explore different things. But you know, it doesn't matter whether you're training to be an athlete or training just to, to look amazing and feel amazing and boost your confidence. These principles 
ha- like n- you really need to be followed if yeah. you want to get a good result. And it's very hard nowadays because you've got so many people marketing an image on social media, which is where we pick up the notion to go and exercise the way we do. And um, it's really easy to be led down a rabbit hole of absolute mediocrity, you know, like yep. you just end up flogging this program that does very little except make you you know entertain yeah. you i don't know yeah, yeah get yeah. you moving i, th- I think I, th- I think to finish because we do have to go to our, our online coaching group in three minutes and i think if we I want to get through a couple of these comments yeah, too for sure so but, but before we go to the comments just the last thing to wrap up is remind yourself why you're doing a program if you're doing an at-home program to get strong fit and flexible choose something that's going to make you strong fit and flexible yeah if you're doing an at-home program to make you look a certain way to drop weight to build muscle, choose an at-home workout program that's, that's designed to do that, not to entertain, yep. you know, and make the end product look really fancy and really complex and really difficult and high, highly coordination demanding, you know. So Kumaran's saying, uh, morning guys, definitely noticing improvements from the at-home workouts, especially in mobility. Noticed some pretty significant improvements this morning on the shoulder dislocate. I was able to bring my hands a couple of centimeters closer on each end from what I was a few weeks ago. How good is that? I mean, Kumaran used to be a uh, member of the gym and he moved to, made the fatal error of moving to <laughs> moving Melbourne, Melbourne just, just before, before the full-on lockdown. got the worst outbreak in Australia. Much love but, sent to uh, you, brother. So good. Um, Kumaran's also saying, for me, uh, I've not bought any uh, online program before, the UMS, and not sure I'll need any other ones either, given how much is available in the UMS, um, which is so true, Kumaran. We've got you covered there, brother. I love what Aidan Potts has said here. What's up, guys? Listening whilst doing the AT minute version two loving it yep and for those of you listening the uh the i just filmed the long slower version of the 18 minute version two the other day so that's going to be uploaded for you next week um lee clements is saying uh no sorry uh jesus orozco i hope i'm saying your name right brother um is saying before it was just bodybuilding and pure weights the goal of getting super big and stiff without flexibility mobility or other movement training and so UMS is a way better way of training than not being able to actually move. That's, oh, that's so cool. awesome. I'm going to love that. Yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> Lee Clements is saying, bought other groups, uh, programs previously, but had little connection. Had been doing your 18-minute stretch routine and turned to you guys for the at-home workouts, which were so good. Connected there and doing your programs uh, at the gym now, which is just oh, awesome. That's awesome. And Lee is saying, goals are to be fit, flexible, and strong, which your programs deliver on. Uh, and then Kevin Lee is saying, uh, have tried programs before, uh, free ones and paid ones, but none of them really placed emphasis on the idea of balanced training. The programming and options for progressions, regressions like the UMS has are what really make the difference. Thanks, Kevin. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, guys. That's all we got time for. This has been a really fun series. And for those of you who have downloaded the blueprint, I hope you uh, got something out of the deep dive lessons for the rapid implementation guide. Um, it's a really, really big deal for us. We want to make sure that people are, um, you know, training the right way, uh, training the better way and um, and actually getting results. You know, if you're investing time, you want to make sure that you're getting a result from that time because life is short enough as it is. Uh, and if, you know, if you if you want to, if you haven't already, stay connected. Jump over to the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group. That's where we've been interacting with all these guys today. Um, we go live every day for a live recording of our Sound of Movement podcast. You can also stay connected with us by subscribing to the Sound of Movement podcast. It's available on all of the major podcast platforms. And um, 
And you can also watch the replay of these videos on our YouTube channel if you haven't seen that already. Check out Unity Gym on YouTube. I really hope that you stay connected. I hope to see you in that UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group or in the at-home workouts uh, crew or even our one day our UMS online coaching program. Why not today? Why not today? Yeah, absolutely. Which is absolutely. where we're going live yeah, right now live. for our weekly coaching call. Yeah, that's exactly right. For everyone on the uh, on the on the live or in the UMS Movement Mastermind mastermind private facebook group you have uh 72 hours starting in a couple of hours to grab our handstand masterclass. we're putting that on sale this weekend uh if you haven't tried that program if you've been doing the programs and you want to level up and learn a new skill it's a really great it, we call it the gateway drug handstands are the gateway the key to calisthenics because they condition all of the right places in the body uh we'll post up a little post in the group for that and uh unfortunately if you're not part of the group or the uh, email list, you can't get it. So um, <laughs> you just have to pay. What are you doing? Price. Yeah, get in that group. All right, get let's go. Discount. We got it. We got to get into it. All our right, guys. We'll see you all out. It's about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.